Hey, everybody. I'm Joe Byer, the executive director of Parallel 45 Theater, and I'm really excited to welcome you to the first ever P45 Theater podcast. Um, we're trying this out this summer. It's the cultural comeback summer, and uh, we're going to be bringing you ongoing behind the scenes stories and coverage with our actors, designers, technicians. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and I hope you'll follow us all summer. Hey everybody, welcome back. We're live for another edition of the P45 Theater Podcast, which we're trying out this summer. And um, Taylor Kramer, our podcast producer, came and set up in the middle of our rehearsal week and we're just pulling people out of the, whatever they're doing and uh, the craziness that we've set in motion. And so today I'm really excited because we get a chance to talk about a part of P45's mission that we don't often get a chance to talk about because everyone loves our summer festival of repertory theater, but we also are doing a lot here for theater education. And so I'm joined today with Stacia Sexton, our director of education for P45. Hello. Thank you, Joe. Oh, you, you'll thank me later. I just pulled her out of a million different <laughs> things she was doing, but she, she agreed that she could take a, a few moments to tell us about this cool program. Um, we're both new to Parallel 45. Uh, I'm newer than you, but you moved here about a year and a half ago from Atlanta. I have actually been here for about, gosh, it has been three years and I can't even believe it because it's flown by, but it has been three and a half years. Yeah. So crazy. I have been uh, serving as the education director for about two and a half years with Parallel 45, but I have been full time as a staff member and running this full year round program since September. So that is pretty new. And so we've talked just about our own backgrounds and some of the things that we believe in getting to know each other and talking about the program. And and what I really love sharing with people is that, you know, uh, kids that do theater in the elementary years, the middle school years, the high school years, the, the vast, vast majority of, of the people involved in those programs and productions never go on to a career in the arts. That's not sort of what the arts education is designed to do. It's designed to um, reward kids that are curious or talented, but it's also not designed to make everyone an actor. But what it does, it seems, is it gives kids these skills later in life that help them so much in whatever it is that they're doing, self-confidence, collaboration and teamwork. And so many times I've heard from people that I did theater with in high school, how to this day, they think that it helped them do whatever it was that they did. And they've done extraordinary things, none of none of them in the arts. So that was my story. Tell me about your story. I mean, what do you believe this does for kids? I It is just so important for development and just, I think that the arts are vital in cultivating responsible and kind humans, really. Like you said, yes, the arts provide so much more than just singing and dancing on stage. Of course, we do all of those things, but the life skills that you learn from taking a theater class are just immeasurable. Being able to collaborate, 
to be comfortable sharing your voice and your story is a really big deal. Uh, the leadership skills, the social, social emotional learning that, uh, especially in the last year with masks and virtual learning has been really hard to do. So all of those things. And, and I find it really funny when you mention that you hear of friends that you did theater with that it helped them so much, but they're not in that field. It's really interesting to see, um, in even corporate America right now, how the arts are being brought in to almost fill the need that wasn't provided uh, in school. So I've always find it really interesting True. when I hear about teaching hospitals that are bringing actors in to teach empathy and bedside manner, because um, it's just really, really important. And learning that from a young age is so helpful. I'd say learning empathy is the most important. Yeah. The, the, the biggest shift I think that I've seen in my lifetime is how storytelling has become the professional language of the business world. I mean, I really, really believe that, that the way businesses approach even solving problems goes back to elements of narrative structure, um, elements of drama and storytelling, because it's so much more effective for communicating, um, yeah, it's interesting. So tell so how how this translates then and becomes a real thing that kids can do is something that I'm seeing for the first time. But but we at P forty five have this series of theater arts camps here at the Civic Center Park, and I overheard you and your team planning for your your daily session. And I was just, you know, you were talking about theories of education, um, disciplines of theater arts. Uh, you were debating whether the kids were ready for your Shakespeare exercises. I think people would be really surprised at how, um, you know, disciplined your team is and how seriously you take the theater arts. And I just think it's cool. So tell me about you and your team and what you're doing. Yeah. And hearing you say that, I'm realizing that maybe I'm doing as a disservice by marketing this as water balloons and tie dye, because it really is so much more. Uh, it's, it's very fun. And of course it's outdoors and pop music and sunshine when we get it, we haven't really had it this week or last week, but yeah, there, there is so much more. And, and the key to that much more is having fun and integrating that type of learning in a way that oftentimes the campers don't even realize they're learning it. So right now, um, our awesome teaching artists are at camp teaching Shakespeare, just like you said, and fun fact, they are actually loving it. So that was really fun. Um, and what I love about the program that we have is that we are bringing in teaching artists from other places that all have a really unique skill set. And we're utilizing that skill set to create a one of a kind experience. So it's really probably going to be different every summer based on who we have with us. Uh, this year, we have an amazing Shakespearean actor, director, and educator, Glenn Shudell, and he is teaching our kids Shakespeare. So it's really exciting, but yeah, it is a, um, it's and it's not random. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just want people to know it's not, this stuff is, is designed to be, uh, specific to different age groups. It's designed to achieve certain cognitive and, and emotional learning skills. Like everything that you do is chosen for a reason, correct? Yes. So when we start the process of designing the curriculum, we will start out with learning objectives. So based on the age group. And right now we have third and fourth grade together, and then we have a separate fifth and sixth grade camp. 
So based on those age groups, we'll select some learning objectives, whether that is a uh, performing skills like projection and diction and facing the audience, or whether it is collaborative leadership, uh, listening, storytelling, things like that. And then we will go back and design games and activities to teach and support those. And oftentimes they are really fun games that just feel like you're playing. And that's, that's the whole point is this, uh, teaching through creative play. Yeah. And it's a whole, I mean, this is not pseudoscience at this point. It's the exact opposite. There's so much international research now about the effects and positivity of just even moving with children outside. You know, the amount of outdoor time on average, I believe now is still less than 30 minutes for American children. And here you've got several hours and I saw your great photos the other day. The kids are jumping, they're laughing, they're running. I mean, this is it's not random stuff. It's actually all combining to give kids this experience that hits all the right notes for them at that point. Right. Yeah. I'm really glad that you mentioned that because the outdoor nature of this program really was born out of the pandemic. So that's what the community needed at the time. It was the safest way to go. But now that we've done it, I'm realizing that it's actually a really integral part of the program and part of the experience. It adds another layer to the educational aspect that we already have. It adds that connection. It does bring kids back outside. It's a really amazing reminder of what it's like to not be on a screen because so much of our learning these days is done through a screen. And it's really helpful to just be on your feet and be outside and be connecting like that. Yeah. We don't use screens in our program. I mean, we're not anti-screen, but it is such a wonderful break from, you know, the, in, in some ways looking at those screens is more distracting. Do you know what I mean? it's a distraction from life all around you and everything that's happening and the people that you're playing with or this and that. And, and your kids, the photos tell that story that there's intense connectivity happening. Even, even your exercises are about listening. And so a lot is happening for kids. And, and so tell me about like the feedback. I mean, is that the most rewarding part of your experience when, when a child does tell you that they, have had a great day at camp or how do, how do you, how do you measure your success? So many ways, so many different kinds of feedback. But I think for me personally, the most rewarding is hearing a camper talk about finding a safe space for themselves or finding their people. And I'm using air quotations right now, but um, that's just a really common theme that I found in theater education and specifically with this program uh, this past year, when we have all been so distant from each other, finding your people and finding your place in the world and finding a space where you feel safe and comfortable to just be you, I think that is the most rewarding piece of feedback for me. Um, and so this is this is the class uh, camp part of your job and, and the part of the world here at P45. And I wanted to finish today by giving you a chance to actually, you know, tell me a lot actually about Youthquake and what we're doing this summer, because the classes are for the kids, but Youthquake is going to give something back to the community, right? Yes. And this is so exciting. So what we've just discussed is outdoor theater adventure camp. And we do that at the civic center Youthquake, And that is for third through sixth grades, but Youthquake is for our middle and high school students. And 
we kind of started this process wanting to give them an opportunity to tell their stories and do a performance of some sort as part of our professional season. And we really wanted to utilize the professional artists that we have in town. One of our amazing company members, Daniel Lindsayan, uh, who was in Hair and Stupid Bird in 2019, came on board pretty early in the process. And we came up with this really cool idea to write a musical based on a Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale and perform it. Oh, you know, like yeah. you do. Yeah, like we do. No big deal, right? Yeah, and it just... was really cool because uh, Hans Christian <laughs> Hans Christian Andersen is super dark. Uh, it's not the Disney version of things that we see, and we're really sticking to that. Uh, but the most important thing about all of this is that the students will really get to expand as humans and as artists at their own pace. Hmm. Uh, and since they're devising or creating or writing this themselves they'll really have the opportunity to uh, create as much or as little space for themselves as they'd like, which I think is you really incredible. You mean in incredible. terms of their performances and what they're doing? And so yeah. they're driving it. The, the teenagers are driving the creative they, process. They are. And of course we have a skeletal plan laid out and we have already selected the songs. And this morning we ran through it all and we've rewritten lyrics. Uh, we are doing ABBA's Dancing Queen, but it is Duckling Queen. There's a <laughs> lot of fun commentary on musical theater, but um, it's also really about finding yourself. I think it's a story that, really speaks to young people, but also all of us. And part of it, which I'm really excited about is bringing in a lot of our professional artists to do master classes. So we have master classes in different disciplines. Uh, the students work during the day to learn voice and acting and dance. And then in the afternoon, they do the rehearsals, building mm -hmm. the piece. And it's going to be so exciting. I'm very really excited. Cool. I remember how you know, when you're a teenager, it seems now that we're older, or I am, I should say. I am too. <laughs> uh, but it may not seem like such a big deal, but I remember what a big deal it was for me to get a chance to talk to anyone in the world who was doing something that was interesting to me. And the whole idea of how do you do it or how do you make that a part of your life was so foreign to me. So, so that's great. You know, our actors are so generous, our technicians, our designers, and they're making themselves available to these kids just to to talk about what they do and to give some insight into, into how they got there. Yeah. And every one has a different path and a different story and a different journey that they've taken to get where they are. So I think it's so valuable for students to hear and to see that there is not just one path. You don't have to be doing this in high school uh, you don't have to be in youth grade to be uh, successful in this industry one day. There are so many ways that you can get there. And I also love that these artists are from all over the country. So they're hearing from people who are working in Chicago, who are working in LA, who are working in Minneapolis and kind of getting a feel for how things are a little bit different in every uh town. Yeah. So to review, you've got uh, teenagers driving the creative process, Hans Christian Andersen combined with pop music. And we're going to do a couple performances, correct? We so people are. can come see this. We're not making it up. You can actually come no, see it. This is not fake. This is real. And yeah, I really hope that 
the community will have the opportunity to come out and see it. We are doing a performance on July 31st and one on August 1st, and it is uh, pay what you can, which I think is amazing and accessible. So everybody can come see it and bring families and friends. And I think it'll be a really fun time with a lot of musical theater Easter eggs hidden throughout. <laughs> That's a new concept to me, but one that I already like. So I'll, I'll look forward to that too. So uh, parents and kids that are interested in learning more about our education programs can find all that information on our website, parallel45.org. Or you can also reach out anytime to Stacia, Stacia at parallel45.org if you're interested in learning about these camps or um, private lessons for uh, older students interested in the performing arts. And, um, so, so the last thing I just want to ask you is we're, we're like one fifth of the way through our summer and we spent so many months trying to envision what this was going to look like. What, how does it feel now to you to be doing what you love and back? It's, it's truly unbelievable. And I apologize because I might be crying a little bit right now, but, uh, it's, it's amazing to be immersed in all of this again today. I, my day is just amazing today. I, I started out checking in with our Von Trapp children at Sound of Music and touching base with all of them and getting our emotions out and preparing for rehearsal. And then moved into working with the outdoor adventure camp on getting that day started. And then I was so lucky to spend a good four hours singing through all of this amazing pop music for ugly. And I'm going to go do some more of all of that. And it's just amazing to be surrounded by art and by kids and by people who are excited about all of this. <laughs> well, Stacia, I really, really know how much you do and how little we give you to do it with. So the fact that you're still standing, you're still smiling and we can remember what we're really doing here is a gift too today. So thanks for coming in and talking to us. Yeah. Thank you. And you know, we started this tradition with you, so we got it. We got to keep it up. At the end of every podcast, the guest has to say, P45 is back, baby. Are we still doing that? Okay. Oh, we're definitely All still right. doing it because you started <laughs> it, and, it and, and it's still rolling. It's still developing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are we ready? Okay. Here we go. Is it different from before or the same? It's different. All right. P45 is back, baby. Well, that's a wrap on today's P45 Theater Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. And we'd really love to see you this summer at the theater. So for tickets, go to parallel45.org.